everyone, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Healing Hearts podcast. In today's episode, I will be talking about integrity, to live in your integrity, to know what integrity is and how to apply it in our lives. Now, this is a subject which I have struggled with a lot in my life and I know that there are so many people out there who are like me, who also struggle to find their integrity and to truly live in it. For example, I have always had a bad habit of if anyone asks me if I want to do something or if I can meet with them or any any sort of plan that was being made, I would just say yes without thinking about it, even if I knew I wasn't free, even if I knew it would be inconvenient for me, I would just say yes. And this aspect of people-pleasing led me to live in a life that had no integrity. If I felt like saying no, I was too scared of what the other person would say. I was too scared to have my boundaries and to actually say, you know what, I'm actually busy at that time. But you know, if you're free another day, and then I could tell them a time when I'm free. The idea of doing that scared me so much that I would just say yes to everything. I didn't even know how to say maybe. It's like it was always just yes or no, all or nothing. And there was no middle ground. But I have since learned that having boundaries, although it's very terrifying to do it in the first place, when you do it and it becomes a regular occurrence, then you are able to live in your integrity. Now, if I know that it's going to be inconvenient for me or that I'm busy at that time, I am able to say, I'm so sorry. I'm busy now, but we can rearrange for another time when we are both free, a time when it's convenient for us both. Now it comes like second nature to me because this is a habit which I have been building myself. I have been working really, really hard on having my integrity become actually real (laughs) and not just a figment of my imagination that, oh, maybe one day I can do it or or even believing to myself because at first I used to think there's no way I can do that. There's no way, there's no possibility of me changing the way that I am in order for me to actually be able to be in a position where I say no if I mean no, and I say yes if I mean yes, and I say maybe if I'm unsure. That way I'm honest with myself, I'm honest with the other person, I have integrity, and this will lead me to a better life, and it has. Another struggle which I have had with my own integrity is being honest to myself when I have a problem. My immediate reaction used to be, nope, nope, I don't have any problems. Of course I don't. (laughs) Honestly, like, the way I used to believe, the way I used to just believe my thoughts and just make up my own stories about what was going on instead of living in reality... It just makes me feel like I want to go back in time and hug myself so tight (laughs) just to say, you know, it's okay. It's okay. By telling yourself that you do have a problem, you are now able to find a solution. Instead of having this tactic of avoidance, this immediate reaction of just no, no, no. There's no way I can change. There's nothing I can do. I, I am not having a problem. There's nothing wrong here. Because in doing so, I am not in my integrity. In doing so, I am taking myself away from healing. I'm preventing my own growth. This was something I had to learn the hard way. Because for the majority of my life, I have always had that that habit of avoidance. I used to think it was something that was good. Like, if I feel something bad, I'm just going to sweep it under the rug. I am just going to pretend it doesn't exist. I'm going to pretend I've done nothing wrong. I'm going to pretend like nothing bad has just happened. 
or that I haven't made the wrong choice. No, of course not. <laughs> we don't make mistakes. <laughs> I used to think that if I admit that I have made a mistake, if I have got a problem, then it would mean that I'm broken. It would mean that there is something wrong with me. And if there's something wrong with me, then that means that I'm not worthy of anything good. If I'm making mistakes, then clearly I don't know anything. I was telling myself so much negativity and I was believing it because words have so much weight. They have so much power. If we talk to ourselves negatively, if we tell ourselves that we are not capable, we are not strong, then we are going to prevent our own growth from happening. When I started to realize that my avoidance tactic wasn't helping me because I've done it for years and years and where has it got me? I'll tell you where it got me. <laughs> I was in a position where in my job, I would always find something wrong. When I had a mistake and I made a mistake, I wouldn't own up to it. I would just blame everyone else except me. Even though I knew it was my fault. But my pride, my arrogance, it kept me from my integrity. It kept me away from my healing. I was hurting myself and I was hurting others in the process. And when these situations happened and then people started to blame me too, it would confirm my beliefs that I'm not worthy, that I'm not strong, that I am weak. It would confirm everything that I didn't want to believe, everything that I was avoiding. The negative emotions, I just didn't want to feel them. But I had to. I had to stand and confront myself. Because no one else can do that for me. That's a job that I have to do myself. And one of the most difficult parts of living in integrity is to own up when you've done something wrong. To admit that you have made a mistake. To show yourself that, yes, I may have made a mistake, but it's okay. I'm human. Humans were created to be weak. Humans were created to make mistakes over and over and over again. It's part of our inherent characteristic of being human. And it's okay because we will all make mistakes. We will all fall over. We will all face negativity. It's part of life. It's the rites of passage. <laughs> and what I have actually found is in my own healing journey, in my own journey towards integrity, I have found that everything that used to hold me back has actually become my source of finding resilience in myself. So those situations that I was in, they didn't strengthen me. I gave strength to myself by fighting against it. By choosing differently. Does this feel like it's out of reach for you? Because it felt like it was out of reach for me. For the longest time. But what happened with me was I ended up in severe depression. Because of my avoidance. Because I wasn't in my integrity. Because I blamed everyone else except me. Because I kept saying yes when I wanted to say no. It was leading me to burn out. It was leading me to overthinking. It was leading me into every single negative, possible, negative possibility. I was my own worst enemy. I was the hurdle I was trying to overcome. And it had to get to my actual depression my suicidal thoughts, before I ended up admitting to myself, you know what, I need help. I do have a problem. This depression is too much now. I cannot cope and I don't want to die. 
So it was my mum, and I have spoken about this in another podcast episode, so if you want the full story, feel free to go back and have a look. It was my mum who told me that I should try and refer myself to therapy, and when I did, when I finally admitted I have a problem, and... I need help. I need someone else to show me the way. I need that guidance. I need a mentor. I need someone who will pull me, who will help me pull myself out of that dark space which I was in. To show me a life of integrity. To show me the way towards getting this life which I wanted for myself. And that's exactly what happened. I learned so much about myself in my therapy sessions. And I had lots of them. (laughs) I actually had so many. Because the therapy program that I was on, it was a 12-week program. And I did it twice. So, that's what, 24 sessions? That's quite a lot of weeks. (laughs) And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was terrified to go. But from that first session, when I went, and I was so scared, but I told her everything I was dealing with. And at the end of my first therapy session, my recovery worker, my therapist, she said to me, you are so brave for what you've just done. You came all the way here when after all of these months of staying in bed and not being able to do anything for yourself... You made the effort. You came here. You are so brave. You are so courageous. And you should be so proud of yourself for what you've just done. Because this was the first step towards my healing. I took myself out of that dark place. I went to that appointment by myself. I honoured the commitment. I was able to be in, to have integrity with myself, to say that yes, I need help. Yes, I have a problem. Now let's look for the solution. And my solution was found through therapy. Therapy has changed my life in ways I cannot even tell you. And as we go along, As I carry on with my newest episodes of my podcast, I am going to tell you as much as I can about my own journey and what I have learned along the way. I'm going to be telling you about the changes I have made in my life. And bear in mind, if you want a life of integrity, you have to do the things that scare you. You have to make courageous choices, brave decisions. And look back at how far you've come. Look back. Be proud of yourself. If you're here listening to my podcast, I am so proud of you. You're here. You're wanting some sort of guidance or you're wanting something. You know, looking for signs. Finding someone to connect to. If you find yourself connecting with my journey, then know you're not alone. And you are so brave for wanting to better yourself, for wanting to live a life of integrity, for wanting to have healing present in your life. You are so brave. You are so strong. You are so beautiful. And I have so much love for you. The thing is... All we need in life is a healthy way to release our emotions, a healthy way to process our emotions, better habits. And this takes time to develop. We have to be easy on ourselves. We have to have compassion for ourselves. And for the majority of us, this is not something we're used to. We are used to beating ourselves up. We are used to being mean to ourselves. We think that if we are mean to ourselves, it's going to make change. Maybe we'll find the motivation to do things better. Maybe this is what we need. But it's not. Negativity doesn't get you anywhere. 
all it does is it makes you feel worse because what you'll find is if you do if you do beat yourself up and perhaps it does motivate you a little bit what you're going to find is when you actually do have a goal and you try to reach it when you achieve that goal it's going to feel empty you're going to be wondering well okay now what now i've done the thing but now what <laughs> oh you could have done it better oh you could have done this oh you should have done that we're so negative to ourselves that even when we achieve something it's not enough to just achieve it you know it's so unhealthy to talk to ourselves in this way because if you think about it you wouldn't talk like this to a good friend of yours you wouldn't talk like this to someone you care about someone whose success you want to see if you do then there's something else that's wrong <laughs> that shouldn't be the case it's unhealthy and it's detrimental to your healing process so the moral of the story is if we want to have change we have to choose differently which means starting off by not being mean to yourself start by telling yourself you know you are capable you are strong you are wonderful look how much you've achieved this is amazing look at the journey you've been on start talking to yourself in a loving way like you would to someone you care about like you would to a really good friend of yours and then when you find yourself making mistakes or you have some sort of problem then you can tell yourself yeah there's something i need to work on and that's okay because now that i've found out what i need to work on i am able to help myself now i can look for someone who will help me or look for resources that will help me along the way you see healing is a journey it's a process it's not an overnight transformation bear in mind you are at this position in your life because you've lived your life this way and perhaps you've always lived your life in a way where you talk negatively to yourself so it's all you know so the idea of changing this it seems so alien like can i really do this and the answer is yes all you have to do is believe that you can We have to start reframing our thoughts about situations. We have to live in our integrity if we truly want a fulfilled life. You see happiness is also a journey and integrity takes us there. I am able to do things I enjoy for just the sheer enjoyment of it. There doesn't need to be another reason. I don't have to just sit and scroll through Instagram because I've got a reason to do so. If I just want to sit there and enjoy myself and scroll through my Instagram feed, that's completely okay. That's living in my integrity. If I don't want to see someone, then I just say it. I just say I'm sorry, I don't want to see you right now or I don't feel like leaving the house right now. and that's okay i'll see you when i do feel like it you know the thing is we think that if we live in an integrity if we have our boundaries then people are not going to accept us no one is going to love us if we are putting a boundary between us and them we create this friction we create this sense of like there's a there's a space between us There's a gap here now because I'm creating a boundary. We create this feeling of awkwardness. But all of it is just a matter of perception. 
because the actual likelihood is that at the start people will be people will find it strange because you're not used to being like this but then they will adjust as you adjust as well we have to lead the way by example you will become comfortable with having your boundaries you will become comfortable with saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no you will become comfortable with making these difficult decisions and different decisions it will happen it will happen but you have to put in the effort too live in your integrity do the scary things make the the decisions that are going to take you in a different route in your life because i know you want to i did i was waiting 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 to change my life and for some reason i thought i had to wait for something else to happen someone else to come and change my life but it wasn't the entire time i was just waiting for myself to give myself permission that yes it's okay i can reach out if i need it i can journal down my thoughts i can talk to allah change is possible change is inevitable because if we sit and relive our lives in a way that we aren't happy we aren't living a life where we actually enjoy our own company we are constantly avoiding ourselves if we find ourselves doing this trying to be busy all the time because the idea of being alone with ourselves is too much to deal with then we are not living in our integrity and this is something we want to change and heal from it's okay i was there once upon a time <laughs> and to be honest it wasn't even that long ago <laughs> literally a year ago i find it crazy you know change is possible in a very very short amount of time when you put your mind to it and then your actions follow when you do the actions and you think differently change happens just like that but now it's about sustaining the change that's what's difficult because we're changing our lives here this isn't a new year's resolution this isn't just a case of oh yeah sure i'm definitely going to do it definitely definitely and then after 2 weeks we stop this is our integrity this is a promise we make to ourselves for the rest of our lives that yes i will put myself first yes i will be honest with myself if i am the toxic person i will call myself out on my bad behaviors and i will change my life is in my hands i can reach my goals and i will reach my goals i will be kind to myself i will show myself love when i achieve my goals even if it's something small for me one of the biggest changes i made was getting out of bed instead of staying in it all the time and actually going for a shower instead of staying in my pajamas for weeks on end honestly depression is a killer people seeing it from outside don't understand how difficult it is to live in that existence to live in that limbo to live in a place where it's so dark you just don't know what to do it is honestly a terrible place to be and i want to help you out of that and the first step to take is reaching out if you are in that dark 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 place please reach out find a therapist find a counselor find what works for you but do the scary thing and reach out this is the first step of your journey and you can do it you are stronger than you believe 
and you will find the power to change. If I went back to my old self a year ago and I said, you know, in a year's time, you are going to be starting your own coaching business. In a year's time, you are going to be teaching Arabic. In a year's time, you are going to be healing and helping others to heal themselves. I would have said, what on earth are you talking about? (laughs) Get out of my life, you crazy person. (laughs) But I needed it, you know. I needed it. The way it happened for me was that my mum forced me to see that I did need help. And I believed that I did need help. Because I was in that position which I didn't want to be in. So I contacted the therapists. I referred myself. I spoke about my journey. And I began my healing journey. And you can do the same for yourself. Even if you don't deal with mental health. Even if you don't have the same issues as I have. Reach out. If you feel yourself as functioning. But even still. You find yourself with a lack of productivity. You find yourself still saying yes when you want to say no. Saying no when you want to say yes. If you find yourself out of alignment, if you feel that there's something missing in your life, you feel yourself losing your motivation, quitting things you start. You have all of these dreams and goals, but you don't believe you can reach it. If you find yourself putting yourself down for activities which you don't enjoy, just because someone else is going or just because someone else wants you to, but not because you want to. If you find yourself doing these things, you are out of alignment of your integrity. And it's okay, because you can bring yourself back. One of the things that's really, truly helped me is coaching. I have my own coach. I am part of a coaching program. And it helps me so much to get out of my own way, to understand my integrity, to be honest, to reach out, to be kind to myself, to celebrate my little wins, to look back on my journey, to be able to have my boundaries, stick by them, to honor myself and my commitments, to give myself that peace of mind, to do the things I enjoy without guilt. It feels amazing. Which is why I'm so passionate about my own coaching program to help you. I want to help you find your integrity. I want to help you find your motivation to achieve your goals. I want you to feel that connection with Allah. To feel that Iman, that Rahmah around. I want you to feel it. I want all the goodness for you, which is why I offer a coaching program one-to-one where it's just me and you. Just me and you. And we go through your struggles. And I help you to help yourself. I help you in the way that my therapist helped me, in the way that my coach is helping me now. You see, the difference of coaching and therapy is that therapy is what brings you out from that dark place to help you to understand your past and why it led you up to where you are today. But coaching is there for your future. How do I get myself into an even better version of myself from where I am today to where I will be in a year's time or two years time, even just tomorrow? Coaching is about the future. Therapy is about the past. Know where you are in your journey so you know which direction you need to take when you need to reach out. And please, if you find yourself resonating with me and you feel like coaching is the best fit for you, that every struggle that I've spoken about in my own journey, I am fully able to help you with on a personal basis. You'll have access to me one-to-one with WhatsApp support in between our sessions. You will have access to me 
in a way that other people don't. I care about you so much and I want to see you grow. So if you want to have therapy, then you reach out to a therapist. But if you want to have coaching, please reach out to me. I'm here to help you. It's an investment that is so worthwhile. You will change your life in a quicker time than you believe possible. And I will help you get there. So if you are interested, please go to my website, www.healingheartscoaching.co and you'll find in my booking section, there's an inquiry form. Click on the inquiry form and fill it out. There's one embedded on my page or you can choose to go to a separate link by clicking on my pricing plans. They'll take you to the same inquiry form. Once you fill this out, you are on your way to being coached with me. Because then I have an idea of how I can help you, how I can tailor the program for you, and we can get started on coaching together. My new slots, my next slots for one-to-one coaching will open up again on the 4th of January 2021. So if you are interested or if you know someone who's interested, make sure you fill out that inquiry form and contact me so that I can get you booked in as soon as possible. Please, please, please do reach out because coaching is so beneficial. And I'm telling you this from my own experience, from when I invested in myself, invested in the coaching program which I am on, and it is helping me in ways I cannot describe. And what I learn, I will share with you. Things that I will not share on this podcast. Things are exclusive for my clients. So please, please, please do reach out. I hope to see you (laughs) in my one-to-one coaching program. It would be wonderful. I would love to have you. Now I want to talk about integrity to do with Islam specifically. Honesty is a key part of the characteristic of a believer. The same as Muhammad he was known as the most truthful. He was known as the truthful one, the trustworthy one. The one who honoured his commitments. The one who always spoke the truth. And we need to embody these characteristics as well. Not for everyone else, for our own selves. In Islam, we have a concept called muraqaba, And we also have another concept called muhasaba. What this means is muraqaba is about having consciousness of Allah. To know that he is watching everything that we do. When we have that consciousness of Allah and we know that he is watching us, we are then able to choose very carefully what we do in our lives, what we listen to, what we watch, who we surround ourselves with, the knowledge that we consume the actions that we do in our lives, how we talk to people, how we honor our commitments. When we have that consciousness of Allah, we are able to have integrity in our actions because we know that he is watching us. And the second concept I spoke about, muhasaba, this is when we take ourselves to account. To think about after an action, Have I done something which is going to take me towards Jannah and towards Allah? Or have I done something that takes me away from Allah? We are able to see and to really understand what direction am I taking my life by the decisions I am making, by the actions I am taking, by the thoughts that are happening inside my head, by the emotions I have. What is the direction that I am going in? When we have muraqaba and muhasaba together, we are able to fulfill our rights to Allah. We are able to pray our salah. Salah. <laughs> Subhanallah, me and my tajweed. 
we are able to have more of a consciousness of Allah, which then brings us closer to Him, which increases us in Iman. And as our Iman increases, so does our Muraqabah, the concept of Taqwa, whereby we know that Allah is watching us, to have God consciousness, to know that He is the one who loves us, but He is also the owner of punishment. So we have to have a balance in our lives where we take ourselves to account that when we make a mistake, turn to Allah in forgiveness. When we do something wrong to someone else, let us go and ask them and say, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. When we are able to admit our mistakes to Allah, he will cover them as if they never happened. He will forgive as if it never existed. Allah is the one who loves us so much. And when we know how much He loves us, we want to do more out of our love for Him. This feeling of gratitude grows as we get to know our Creator, as we get to feel Him in our lives. When I do something that is in line with Islam, when I do something that I know Allah will be pleased with, I feel so good inside myself. I feel so good because I have done something which is earning me rewards. When I do something that is bad and it goes against my morals, and it goes against my beliefs, and it goes against what Islam says, I feel something inside me tear apart. I feel guilty. I feel horrible. I beat myself up over it, because I know what I've done is bad for me. And then I turn to Allah, and Allah takes away all of those bad feelings. When we live with integrity as a Muslim, we connect to Allah on a deeper level. He becomes our closest companion, our best friend. He is the one we tell all of our problems to because He is the one who will provide the solutions for us in ways we cannot even imagine. Allah is the one who makes the impossible possible. He will open doors that we did not even exist. Allah is the one who makes a way out from, from every difficulty. For the believer who trusts in Him, for the believer who turns to Him, for the believer who asks for forgiveness from Him, for the believer who asks for closeness to Him. When we make dua, we become closer to Allah. When we make dua, we are asking for something from the one who can provide it for us. We have authenticity, we have integrity, we know what's inside our hearts and what our hearts desire. Even if it means, Ya Allah, take me away from something because I know it's bad for me. Allah is the one who knows what's inside your heart. He knows everything you want in life. He knows what's stopping you. You just need to reach out to Him. Reach out to Allah, connect to Him, let Him be your best friend. Let Him be the one you turn to. One of the things I find most beautiful about Islam is this sense of redemption. At any moment you can change. At any moment you can turn to Allah. At any moment you can ask for His forgiveness. At any moment, at any moment, you can become closer to Him. But you have to make that decision yourself. You have to walk towards Him so that He will run towards you. There's a natural fitra inside every human being which calls out to its Lord. When Allah made Adam alayhi salam, He honoured him by putting the ruh inside of him, the soul, the very essence of our being. This ruh is what honoured Adam alayhi salam. This ruh is the one that when we are put into this earth, when we are here, it is our ruh that calls out to our Lord. This is the natural fitra, the natural state of the human being, is to know its purpose, is to call out to its Lord, to worship its Lord, 
to have this sense of purpose that I am only here to serve Allah. And in serving Allah, I am helping myself in the best way because now I give myself a chance for the best life in dunya, in this life, in this earth and in the akhirah, in Jannah, in paradise with my Lord. By the rahmah of Allah, we will all be entered into Jannah. And let me tell you the moral of the story of what is the difference between Adam salam and Iblis. Because if you look at the story, we all know the story, yes? That when Adam salam and Hawa salam were in Jannah, Adam and Eve, Shaitan came to them and he whispered to them after Allah had already told them, you can have anything in this Jannah, you can have anything from this garden, but do not eat from one tree. And what did Shaitan do? Waswasa, waswasa. He gave them these whispers that say, yeah, but if you eat from that tree... You'll become immortal. Just go and eat from that tree. And shaitan is very clever. He doesn't do it in a way that is super quick. That this is just go to that tree, eat that food. Because <laughs> they would fight against that. He did it slowly. He got them to go closer and closer and closer. Step by step. And then. Then that is when he told them. Now you can eat from that tree. That is why. This is exactly what shaitan does to us. He does it in such a way that is so sneaky that we feel like that waswasa that he's given to us, that whisper that he's given to us, is actually from our own minds. And it's not, it's from him. But because he does it subtly, it makes us feel like it's us. And we start believing it. And then we go away, step by step by step. But remember, at any point, you can choose to go back towards Allah. It doesn't matter how far away you've gone. You can always turn back to Allah. Allah says, if you come to me with an earth full of sin, I will come to you with an earth full of forgiveness. He forgives everything. You just have to ask. So back to the story. When this incident happened... And Adam salam and Hawa salam, they ate from the tree, the forbidden fruit, because of shaitan. What happened? Immediately, immediately, their awrat was shown. They no longer had clothes. They were left exposed. This was their punishment for eating from that fruit, because Allah told them not to. This was their punishment. And as soon as they felt that, they felt so embarrassed and so much shame. They were taking leaves from Jannah to hide, to cover their awrat. And when they felt the guilt of what they've done and the severity of the action, what they've just done, the disobedience to their Lord, immediately, Rabbana, Volamna, Anfusana, Wa illam tagfirlana, Wa tarhamna, Lanakunna min al khasirin. Oh Allah, Oh, our Lord, Rabbana, la tuzir, subhanallah, <laughs> Rabbana, zalamna anfusana, surely indeed we have wronged ourselves. Wa illam taghfir lana, and if you do not forgive us, wa tarhamna, and if you do not have mercy and love and compassion upon us, lanakunanna min al-khasirin, then indeed surely we are of those who have lost. We are of those who have become losers. Immediately they knew their sin. They knew their mistake. They acknowledged it. And they repented. They turned to Allah. They turned to Allah. Even though they made a sin and they disobeyed their Lord. Which is what we do all the time. But if only we turn to Allah in forgiveness, Allah will forgive us. But let's look back. 
When Adam السلام, was created and Allah put the ruh inside of him, Allah honored Adam السلام, so high to even higher the status that is higher than the angels, whereby Allah, after putting the ruh inside Adam السلام, the ruh from himself, from Allah جل, Allah put the ruh inside Adam السلام, and after this, he asked the angels and the jinn to do sujood to Adam. And the angels did sujood. The jinns did sujood. Except Iblis. And what did he say? Kana min al-jinn. Indeed, I am made from smokeless fire. Shaitan was made from smokeless fire. And he thought of his creation as better than that of Adam. Because Adam was only made from clay. But you see, it wasn't the prostration to the clay. It was the prostration to the ruh inside Adam. This body is just a body. It's just a vessel. It's not about what we're made of. It's about the ruh that Allah has put inside of us. So Shaitan's pride and his arrogance prevented him from doing sujood, even though it was the command of his Lord, Allah. And when he disobeyed Allah, Instead of turning in repentance, he said, I am not going to listen. I will not do sujood. I will not do sujood to a lesser creation than me. And I promise that I am going to take the sons and daughters of Adam and I am going to attack them and I am going to take them away from you. He has promised and Allah has given him permission to do waswasa to us. The same as he did waswasa to Adam السلام, and Hawa السلام, our mother and father, Adam and Eve. So what is the difference here? Both shaitan and Adam السلام, and Hawa السلام, all of them, they disobeyed Allah. They disobeyed an order from Allah. But in one case, Adam السلام, and Hawa السلام, they repented for their sin. In the second, shaitan refused to do this and he allowed his arrogance and his pride to take him away from Allah away from the maqam that Allah had given to him you see shaitan was raised so much in status that he was of the highest of the jinn almost to the level of the angels he was not an angel he was still a shayateen he was still a jinn he was still um you know a devil but his status was raised. And he lost that status when he refused to repent from his sin. So you see, if we have pride and arrogance inside ourselves, we are taking ourselves away from a life of integrity, a life of abundance, a life of honesty. We must admit our sins, it's so important. We must admit our problems. It is truly integral for our authenticity, our honesty, our healing, our self-betterment, our self-growth. To invest in ourselves, we need to be honest. We need to have humility. We need to be able to overcome our nafs. Overcome the evil of ourselves. Because if you find yourself having this arrogance, the same way that I did, I dealt with this. It's our ego. Our ego doesn't want to admit our problems. Our ego doesn't want us to have healing. We have to fight ourselves if we want to live in integrity. This is why it's such a huge jihad. This is a massive struggle. Because we are fighting ourselves. And in doing so, Allah will reward us so great, greatly for our struggle. By his rahmah, he will reward us. Because we are doing this for his sake, to become closer to him, to fight ourselves so that we may attain his pleasure, so that we may attain peace in our lives. So we can go away from ego, so we can go away from arrogance, so we can go towards healing and peace and prosperity, to have abundance in our life, to have love and light. To have guidance. This is why we chose to become Muslim. This is why Allah chose us to become Muslim. 
The meaning of Islam is surrendering. To submit to the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. The owner of glory and majesty. And this is something again which I can help you with in coaching if you find it difficult to get yourself in a position where you are able to have integrity. Sometimes we cannot do everything by ourselves. And this is part of our integrity to admit this to ourselves, to reach out. This is what I'm here for. I specialize in helping Muslims to take back control of their lives, to overcome the struggles of mental health, of their mindset, of their productivity. I want to get you to a place where you are in the best position in your life. To be in integrity, to be in happiness. To be in a strong state of Iman. And by Allah's help, I will help you. I really hope this session has helped you. And please, if you have any questions, any queries, you can always send me a DM over Instagram. Or you can even send me an email. My email is sabila, S-A-B-E-E-L-A at healingheartscoaching.co You can get in touch with me even if you just want to talk. Let me help you through. Let me help you to help yourself. We're all in this together and I'm here to help. Inshallah, I can help you the same way that others helped me. Let's connect. so much for listening to the newest episode of the Healing Hearts podcast. I'm so glad you were here with me as I spoke through my journey, through what I've learned, and I hope you've benefited from this session. If you find yourself benefiting from our episodes, why don't you try subscribing to our newsletter, where I'll post an update whenever I have a new episode out. That way you can be the first to see what I have to say next. All you have to do is go to my website, www.healingheartscoaching.co and there you will see a little section that says subscribe to our newsletter. And on this, all you need to do is you put in your email and now you are part of the Healing Hearts community. I am so happy to have you here with me. You can also follow me on my Instagram account at healingheartscoach. I post a lot of things (laughs) and there's a lot more content to come. So please do follow me and share my website, share my Instagram and please do share my podcast to anyone who you think may benefit. I truly hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful night wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening in. I wish you lots of peace, prosperity and all my love. See you in the next episode.